You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, welcome to episode 149 of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All, the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management company, and we also have this podcast here where we help you DIY your Pinterest marketing. Today in episode 149, we're going to be talking about reporting Pinterest stats to brands. And this podcast is really specifically geared towards content creators who work with brands. I know that there's a lot of you who listen who are product sellers or service providers. So this episode, you can definitely follow along and listen to for sure. But I can suggest a couple other ones. If you go back to the one about video, that's getting a ton of buzz right now. And that one is, um, does video work on Pinterest? And you can find that at simplepinmedia.com slash 144. And then one of our big ones that all of y'all are talking about, in fact, we're getting a lot of shares on Instagram of everybody listening to it, is the Pinterest marketing best practices for 2019. And that is a big one. I mean, it's a little bit long. It's you know, not any longer than any of my other ones, but it was definitely something that we put a lot, a lot, a lot of work into. So you can find that at simplepinmedia.com slash 143. So for those of you who are sticking around, those content creators that do work with brands, we want to talk today about some of the best ways to educate brands about Pinterest and their numbers and what are the best numbers to share and where do you find them? Before we dive into the episode, I just want to let you know that we have a new membership community here at Simple Pin that we are beyond jacked about because it's a new way that we can teach Pinterest marketing. It's called the Simple Pin Collective, and it's our membership community that we have. And inside, what you'll find is me teaching once a month, and then I'm going to be talking a bunch in there about our weekly podcasts. We'll do some follow-ups of questions, action items. We'll also be going through some of your tough questions and things that maybe you're in a wall with Pinterest. We're going to have some ways for you to do deep dives into analytics and how you can read the numbers better and what's the right perspective on how Pinterest marketing works best for your business. And this is really a place where I want it to be the last course you buy, the last ebook. You don't have to buy anything else. We're going to bring it all to you. So if you want to join the Simple Pin Collective, which I hope that you do, you can go to this these show notes at simplepin.com slash 149, simplepinmedia.com slash 149. I tried to get Simple Pin, by the way, and that was taken. But anyway, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 149 to sign up for our new membership community called the Simple Pin Collective. We would be thrilled to have you and thrilled to walk you through the best Pinterest marketing best practices and really just to give you the tools that you need in real time and update you as to things that are happening on Pinterest. All right. So with that, let's dive into today's episode, which is all about reporting Pinterest stats to brands. Okay, so in our Simple Pin Facebook group, the big free group, not the new collective, we see a question come up over and over. And the question is, 
The brand I work with wants to know my numbers. Which ones do I share? Or it goes like this. I worked with a brand and now they want me to pull all my numbers. Help me. I don't know where to find them. Okay, so we're going to tackle both of these questions for you, but I wanted to let you know we are not going to be talking about how to create the best sponsored content for Pinterest. That can be found in episode 89, simplepinmedia.com slash 89. That's where we talked with Jenny Melrose about how to pitch brands, what type of content to create for Pinterest, and really how you can get maximum exposure for that sponsored content on Pinterest. So we're going to link that in the show notes for you. But today we're really going to be tackling what brands need to know in regards to the numbers on Pinterest and how to get the brand the right numbers and maybe a few tricks up my sleeve for how you could continue to upsell and work with them. First, let's go over all the metrics that we have and what they mean. So we have first Pinterest metrics. So what you see on your profile is this little number called the monthly viewer number. And this is based on your profile visits, your impressions of your pins, clicks of all your pins, and um, saves, I almost called them repins, saves, and any type of interaction or engagement for your profile. This is on a 30-day window. So let's say on like May 31st, you had just a ton of impressions and your monthly viewer number is super high. And then we go to June 1st and it just kind of plummets, right? And you're like, man, what happened to my viewer number? Could have been that on May 31st, you had a high spike in impressions and on the 31st, it dropped. So I want you to know that this number is really subjective to a lot of different things. You can definitely share it with your brand. I would just make a little notation about that, that the number is kind of on a sliding scale. I would go in a little bit deeper into the other Pinterest metrics that you have. And you can find those by going to analytics. You click on overview. And what you're going to be taken to is a dashboard that shows your Pinterest profile, the people you reach, and then activity from your website. So we're going to start on your Pinterest profile. If you click on that, let's say you've just gotten done with a 30-day campaign for a particular client, you can adjust it to 30 days. Now, this does not mean any of the pins that you pinned in the last 30 days will show up here, but it is a good place to go to see if maybe they do. What they list in this are the top pin impressions from the last 30 days. And what I will say is that most of this tends to be pins that are pretty old. They've been around for a long time and they're still getting clicks. They're still getting saves and impressions. So that's why I say your new pin might not show up here. So you're going to look in there for impressions. You can also click on saves. Again, you can go back to the 30-day mark. Um, you can click on 30 days. You can actually move your calendar window. So you could do like, I could go February 1st to, let me see. It only, let's see, I'm going back here. February 1st. It's not letting me, I'm on my computer as we're talking about this so I can make sure to give it in real time. But you could do like March 1st to April 1st. So you can do any 30-day window. So you're going to get impressions, saves, link clicks, and you could even click on all time. But again, all time is the ones that have a lot of historical data on them. If you've just recently run a campaign for a client, I doubt you're going to see any of this stuff pop up here. 
So the other place you want to go for real-time metrics, things that you can see quicker, would be to some of the pins that you have pinned for them. And those are called on stat pin or on pin stats. So that means if I go to my board, to my simple pin media board, and I click on something, any one of my pins, I can actually see right away something has 74 impressions, uh, one click and two or one save and two clicks. You can see those just by looking at your boards. So if I go in there and I know that I've pinned a couple of pins that lead to a blog post in working with this brand, I can say this particular pin, you can give them the pin link, had 1.8 thousand impressions, 13 saves, and 10 clicks. And you can list as many pin links of that pin as you can. Now, the interesting part is that once you know, and most of you who are seasoned Pinterest marketers will know this, is that once you pin a pin, somebody else pins it and somebody else pins it and somebody else pins it. It's like it's a huge snowball effect. So it's almost impossible to see the number of pins that are out there. There's no um, way to collect them all. There used to be this tool. I can't even remember what you Google now, um, but I question its accuracy about how many repins there were out there. They couldn't tell you anything else. It was really just the amount of shares or saves it had on it. Um, If somebody knows that, you can definitely comment in the blog post if you've used it recently, if it works. But from what I remember, it was kind of glitchy. So Pinterest analytics are going to give you that monthly viewer number, impressions, clicks, and saves, both overall but then on the actual pins that are on your profile. So that means you can't go to my profile if I've pinned your pin and see any of the stats besides the repin number. You definitely won't get the impressions or the saves. Now, the next place you can go to is Google Analytics. So I thought for a long time that brands really cared about clicks, but what they really care about is awareness. So that's going to be impressions or views. So with Google Analytics, you're mostly going to be giving them clicks. I still still think it's a really, really good thing to give them. So if you can give them the traffic numbers that happened on that particular post, I think that's wise for sure. But just so you know, it's not going to be the best place to get maybe the impression stats that people are looking for. All right. So what I think that brands should be interested in and maybe something that you can include in your media kit is a little bit about the type of Pinterest user that you have. So um, if you're getting amazing traffic from Pinterest, you can definitely tell them I'm getting this many, this much traffic every month, this many clicks, but tell them a little bit about the demographic information about who you think your Pinterest user is and why you think you running a sponsored campaign for this particular brand will be a really, really good fit. I think that will definitely seal the deal for that. So what we've covered here, I feel like that was a a little trail there, but is all the metrics that we have, what numbers you can include in your media kit, and then go a little bit deeper into a little bit more demographic pieces, like what brands might care about, why you're this good personal connection for these people. The other thing I might include in the pitch is to to do a promoted pin campaign. And the reason I say this is because it will give you accurate stats on a particular pin. It's going to give you all the information you're going to get to see it right away. Whereas if I go to pin a pin right now 
and I want to go back to see what its impact has been, I can't see that right away. So if I do a promoted pin, I get to see the impressions, I get to see the clicks, I can see the keywords that people like. There's just so much data and information in there that's not just good for the brand, but it's also good for you. So I would potentially put in your pitch a $10 a day campaign for 30 days. And if you don't know how to run a campaign, obviously don't do that because I could totally flop. But if you do know how to run a promoted pin campaign, I think it could be a really, really good way to position yourself with the brand and include that obviously in what the pitch will be. The other thing you can do is you can definitely incorporate UTM codes to be able to track clicks for each pin. But from what I understand in UTMs, and I'll be honest, I try to run so far away from tech stuff, but you do have to add that UTM code onto each pin. And that gets like way too technical for me. So I'm going to let Google or YouTube walk y'all through how to do UTM codes. But I do know several companies that use them on each and every pin. Um, I've heard of some companies having UTM libraries. I'm not interested in keeping that much data around. That's a, that's a lot of information. So anyway, if you know how to do that, I would attach that to it. All right. So let's say you seal the deal with the brand. Now you're at the point of, oh my gosh, I don't know what to report to the brand. Hopefully by now, after walking through all these numbers, you do have some idea. But if the brand wants you to run it for 30 days, what I would suggest to the brand is you're going to give them 30, 60, 90. And again, I want you to know, as I'm talking about this, some of you are really seasoned at working with brands. I might not get a lot of this right. Totally fine. I'm just giving you some ideas of what, if I was going into working with brands, what I might suggest when it comes to Pinterest stats is I would do it 30, 60, 90, because you're going to get you know, Pinterest is a slow burn. It's going to take a little while. So first, if you have never collectively pulled the number of impressions, clicks, or saves on all the pins out there, um, it's really impossible to do that again, but you could do it by looking at all the pins you've pinned. So if I even looked at my board and I looked at the few pins, I could just add up really quick. Okay, I've pinned it these three times, send them the pin link, This is the total number of impressions on this. This is the total number of saves and total number of link clicks at 30 days. Then send them the 60 and the 90. You can um, also go into tribes if you use Tailwind tribes and you put it in there. A helpful number to use right here might be the reach of that tribe. That might be a really helpful number for them to see, especially since they're looking for places where they're going to get awareness. If you added the UTM code, share with them the number of clicks. If you see that in Google Analytics, Share with them the number of clicks that particular post is getting from Pinterest. If you ran a promoted pin campaign, share with them those numbers as well. That's going to be really valuable. You can even go a little bit deeper and say, hey, these keywords did really well and even pitch back. Do you want to run this campaign for a little while longer? Because that benefits you and you're not actually paying for it. They are because you included it in the meet- the whole package, right? That's why I think it's super smart to suggest a promoted pin campaign because That promoted pin campaign, when it's done, it keeps going and it keeps bringing you traffic. And if you follow the advice that Jenny gave us in the podcast in number 89, then you're not only getting the benefits of the sponsored post, but you're getting the benefits of traffic and potentially getting more people folding into your community. And if you're smart and you put an email sign up on there, you could even get more people on your email list all because someone, you know, all on somebody paying you to do a post tangent there. Sorry. All right. So you want to share with them again, 30, 60, 90 days. 
And what I would also say is if you want to continue to work with that brand, talk up the engagement, maybe a little more comments on the blog post, or even ask your audience to comment on the actual pin itself. We are noticing that pins that have comments do really, really well. And some of the best content, the best sponsored content, sorry, is content that people don't know it's sponsored. Like it comes across as something that you really truly support, which I hope those of you who are doing sponsored content, you do actually really support the content that you're working with. So again, I am no expert on working with brands, which is why we had Jenny on, right? For episode 89. But I do believe in educating the brands about the right numbers and helping them see that you're delivering more than just an impression. And I think this is a really good way to build a long-term relationship. So to kind of recap, we want to look at where to find the numbers. I've gone over that on Pinterest, looking through those monthly viewer number impressions, clicks, saves. Google Analytics, you're going to get clicks um, from Pinterest. How many clicks are on that post overall from all the social traffic? Then what to report to them, what to pull your numbers from, grabbing those right away, knowing you can't find all of them collectively, but you can pull all of them together. Suggesting a promoted pin campaign in your sponsored, in your pitch to the brand you want to work with. And then giving them 30, 60, 90 days of reporting and then selling them on continuing to work with you. And then also beefing up your posts so that the people who come to the post actually stick around for a little bit longer than just reading about the product that you're talking about. So that was a little bit short and sweet, just straight to the point. But I hope for those of you working with brands, you walk away with some good ideas as to what numbers to report, what to potentially put in your media kit. And let me know if you've included a promoted pin campaign in one of your potential partnerships with brands and how that's gone over. I would love for you to comment on the blog post, simplepinmedia.com slash 149. I would love, love, love to hear about what you're doing with brands, things that brands are loving about you working with Pinterest. Since I'm not in this space, I really need your feedback and I would love to hear more about how this episode has helped you or um, what things you've taken away from working with brands and how you can help the community overall. So thanks so much for listening to this episode. Again, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 149.